Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in and listening. And we've got Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. How are you doing there, down there, Larry? Hanging in, Stuart. <laughs> Guess that's about anybody can do these days. It's getting uh, kind of weird out there. Wanted to start off with a little scripture. Uh, scripture you probably never heard in church, maybe even never knew about. And I'm going to start with 1 Peter 4:18. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Uh, now, the word scarcely is kind of interesting. It's called molus. And it means with difficulty, hardly, scarcely, with much work. And uh, then we have uh, its sub-root, which means toil, with difficulty, hardly able. And the word that goes with it be saved, in case people don't think this is reference to it, to deliver or to protect, to heal, preserve, save, uh, to make whole. And I want to switch over to chapter uh, 2 and 3 of the book of Revelation, <clears throat> which matches exactly what was said in 1 Peter and the reason I'm bringing this up is you're being lied to by the preachers, teachers, evangelists out there who tell you that all you got to do is say a simple sinner's prayer and everything is just honky-dory, that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Well, that's not what we just read from Peter. And here's another one, Revelation 2.7. He that hath an ear... Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, uh, isn't that interesting? To him that overcometh, and then there's a blessing to that. Revelation 2.11. He that hath an ear, <clears throat> let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Revelation 2.17, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. Revelation 2.26, and he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him 
will I give power over the nations. Revelation 3, 5. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Revelation 3.12 Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. Revelation 3.21 To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am sat down with my father in his throne. And then finally in Revelation 21, 7, He that overcometh shall inherit all things. I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Now the word overcometh is an interesting word. To subdue, to conquer, to overcome, to prevail, to get the victory and the root, to con- a conquest, the means of success or victory. Virtually the same thing Peter had to say about scarcely. You don't hear those words in church anymore at all, ever. In fact, I've had people call me up that have been to church for 40 years They'd say, I've never heard any of these things you're presenting. Well, that's because they don't want you to hear these things they're presenting. Satan doesn't want to lose you out of the matrix. You're his. And uh, you're, you're his property. Remember when Jesus was taken up into a high place with Satan? Satan says, see all these kingdoms for all time? I... These are my kingdoms. However, if you'll bow down and kiss my feet and worship me, I'll give you these kingdoms. Which And Jesus never said they aren't yours to give. Do you get it, folks? Do you understand what's really going on here? Do you understand why everything is happening? Do you understand Charlie Victor, Alpha 9? Do you understand what they're doing with it? Do you see how the people of the world are bowing down and very soon will be bowing down permanently? This is amazing. And I'm I'm calling out all these preachers, teachers, evangelists, and even the prophetic scholars. It's not that they're not giving you good prophecy. I'm not saying that. But I am telling you that if they say do a sinner's prayer, they're in trouble with the Lord, and it's never they're never going to see heaven. That's, that's what Jesus himself said. Go into Matthew chapter 7. What did he say to the multitudes, and I mean millions of Christians? Get away from me. I never experientially came to know you. 
and sent them away to eternal ruin. Well, now they try and say, well, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they don't even belong in the New Testament. That's all Old Testament stuff, and it doesn't apply to us. They're nothing but liars. They're satanically controlled liars. And uh, they're posing as biblical experts when they're lying to you about this. I could go on for 10 hours and recite scripture after scripture after scripture to back up what I just read to you. But it doesn't seem to make any difference anymore. Facts don't mean anything. It's like this Charlie Victor Alpha 9 and the jab. The actual facts behind it all don't mean anything. The truth is trampled under the foot of mankind they don't want anything to do with it they will have nothing to do with it and so that is why Jesus God the Father and the Holy Ghost literally destroy this planet and many 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 people upon it in fact if you go into the book of Isaiah what does it say Men are as rare as fine gold. Well, 99.99% pure gold is extremely rare in nature. So that ought to give people something to think about because we are coming up now on something that is going to catch the world by total surprise. Total, and I do mean total surprise. I get uh, emails from people all the time. I can't say all the time, but uh, and I hear from people saying, well, this is all a long way down the road yet. We've got a long time yet. No problems. We haven't seen Isaiah 17. We haven't seen Daniel chapter 8. We haven't seen Ezekiel 38, 39. We're only hearing rumbles of uh, whatever it is, Psalm 83 or something like that. Uh, how are they tying this necessarily to the taking of the church? Where does it say that the church has to be here to see Isaiah 17, to see Ezekiel 38 and 39? It doesn't say that. We may be here. We don't know. But you can't just rely on it. And I put out a blog the other day, and uh, hopefully people will read it, about how close we are to everything that's going on around us now. I mean, we, are, we have signs that are coming right upon us now. In fact, I want to get into one of these signs. I just was uh, shown it. It's amazing. Uh, I got a picture of it on my blog, if you want to see it. Ring of fire eclipse halo over Cancun, Mexico. Seven days to the ring of fire solar eclipse over the North Pole region. And what's very, very interesting about this so-called halo, which looks exactly like a ring of fire eclipse, 
is that there is a figure of a head inside it. It has two horns, very visible, got a neck, two heads. It's kind of nebulous because it's made out of clouds. But there's a warning here, and it's just like the warning of Susan Boyle, who back on, uh, I think it was like 2009, who sang the uh, swan song for the human race. I had a dream. She came out of nowhere. Nobody knew anything about her. The very next day after Britain's Got Talent and she came out and sang that song, she was known all over the world by millions of people. How did that happen? Well, it's because God was giving us a warning. I don't know how many warnings he has to give us. Written warnings, cosmic warnings, Israel warnings, technology warnings, national warnings, in other words, the alignments of the nations to go to war, on and on and on it goes, and people are just not watching any of it. And I used to get emails, boy, are you stretching that. No, I wasn't stretching it. I was warning people. I think the people that are don't want to see these signs are in denial. Can't happen now. Well, I've been hearing that about America for the last 30 years plus. Never happened in America. Well, you were just locked in your homes not too long ago, if I recall. Required to wear masks. Required to social distance. Couldn't go here, couldn't go there. Unless you got permission. Can't happen here in America. Well, folks, it already did happen here in America, and it's going to happen once again. And if they are not successful, they'll use a nuclear weapon. They'll use a false flag. They'll readjust the economy. They'll reset it. You think these people of the rich men of the earth, you better read Deuteronomy chapter 28. They mean to kill you, all of you, everybody listening. I don't care if you're deep state. They want to get rid of you all, every one of you. They hate humanity. And behind them is Satan, who is extremely angry at people because they took over his planet. That's why he was in the Garden of Eden. He's real. Ah, you can read these uh, surveys, I guess, within the church. The vast majority of Christians don't even believe Satan exists. They don't believe Satan exists, and why are they in church? Why bother? Because if Satan doesn't exist, Jesus was a complete insane lunatic. He was really quite certain Satan did exist. He even spoke with him. So this is the apostasy. And this is where we are. And this is why your churches are basically empty, except open for the jab. So you can get the jab. And you've got these liars like um, Franklin Graham and the rest of these people. Take the jab. I was listening to uh, Pastor Farag, I think he calls himself. He's out of, he's out of uh, Hawaii. And he was reading things of people. He had asked people, uh, once you took the jab, what happened to you? 
He went through a bunch of it. He got over 3,000 responses. Now, you're not hearing any of this out there in la-la land. It's not out there. You listen to him, you got to cry. You'll break out in tears. Uh, what this is doing, what these evil, satanic, rotten, filthy, fussy Bill Gates and that horrible individual who runs the uh, World Economic Forum, these people are totally satanically controlled. When you're listening to them speak, you're listening to Satan speaking to you. But will the people wake up? No. They're not going to wake up. The Bible says they're not going to wake up. Jesus warned them, enter in at the straight gate. Walk the narrow way. He worded it this way in John, come to the light. But nobody wants to come to the light to have their deeds reproved. They have no idea what it even means. And I got a feeling that the rapture is coming much quicker than people think it is. Hopefully it's not. I would pray that it isn't because of the state of affairs in modern Christianity and the apostasy and their hatred for prophecy, their hatred for truth. They just don't want to listen to it anymore. If I write a blog on biblical prophecy, nobody wants to read it. If I write a blog on something that's going on on planet Earth that affects them directly, Oh, we'll have 35, 4,000 people listening to it. Why is that? Why is it that the things of this world are much more important than getting your butt out of the matrix? And these people have no testimony of what Jesus Christ says is the testimony for getting out of the matrix. You're born into a matrix, folks, whether you want to believe it or not. A matrix is locked down. Jesus himself locked it down. He said it's a prison house, and if you don't do what he says, you're never going to be unlocked. You're, when you die, you simply go down to a lower realm within the matrix. The whole object of what Jesus Christ said for you to do is to get you out of the matrix, to save you. And people are mocking it. They're mocking it all over the place. It's just incredible. It's uh, it's really no different than this uh, Charlie Victor Alpha 9 and the jab. Uh, the facts don't matter. What the uh, researchers found and the facts they lay out are immaterial. As Larry has said a number of times, we're in a national domestic. And Larry will tell you, I'm sure, that a domestic is one of the most nasty and I guess one could say dangerous things to go into. What do you think, Larry? You've done some domestics. Well, I think... Uh we're having a worldwide domestic, but at the same time, we're having a domestic in America. And when I would go to these domestics, it was very, everything was unstable. Everybody operated on emotion. You really, it didn't matter if you took reason with you. 
because you better have a pair of handcuffs and maybe mace, uh, because wow. there was no reasoning to any of these people. And what the oddity of it was, Stuart, <clears throat> that when you went to a domestic, usually the children or their parents, uh, the whole family would divide up. Some was on the dad's side, some was on the mom's side, and everybody was ready to fight. And I, that's why cops really dreaded getting a domestic call because there's almost uh, no perfect solution. Uh, and, and what's odd, it, Stuart, when you look at America today, you watch the news media, all the news you're watching, it's domestic news. There's no reason. Look at, the, look at all the news going out across America today that the people are hearing. It's nothing to do with reason. It's a domestic. It's absolute total emotion, even in the news sources. That's why America is so divided and shredded and ripped apart. Yeah, it, it is just so sad to watch. It really is. I just, you know, I don't know what to say about it. Uh, like you just said, I mean, a domestic, there's no reason. It doesn't matter how many facts you were to lay out. They could care less. And we're in that state of affairs right now. It doesn't matter if people like uh, Carrie or Dr. Dr. John, I can't think of her last name, uh, or, or uh, um, some of the other doctors, both men and women, many of them experts in immunology and, and all of this stuff. And don't forget uh, the, the number of people who are into this thing that have been murdered. Right now, you are under the control of the pharmaceutical industry and the medical industry. Nobody gave them the power. Nobody elected Bill Gates. Nobody elected this evil, evil person at the World Economic Forum was bringing in this great reset. Who elected Fossey or Burks? Nobody. They just grabbed this power. Who elected these communist governors who then turn it over to their medical people who then in turn establish this tyrannical, like this governor, um, I don't even want to call her by name, uh, Whitmer. This, this woman is sick. Sick, and I mean satanically sick. She lords it over the people. And uh, this is going on all over with the communist governors. And because they're going to they're gonna try and bring in a new wave. You can already listen to it. You can already hear it. It's coming. Oh, we've got mutations now. We've got this. We're going to have to have a third jab. And every year you're probably going to have to have uh, at least two more jabs. And on and on and on it goes. And then they turn right around and tell you, well, the jab itself doesn't prevent you from getting uh, sick. Uh, well, if it doesn't, then what's it for? Why are people lining up and taking this if it doesn't prevent them <clears throat> from getting Charlie Victor Alpha 9? I mean, what, what what's going on here? What's going on with the people's brains, even? And a lot of these people, here's the real irony, Larry. A lot of these people are... Uh, what you could say, very food conscious. 
you know, they eat only certain things. They go for the uh, uh, stuff that's really good for you to eat, et cetera, et cetera, you know, the veggies and all of that, and they stay away from all this other junk food, they call it, and they're very careful what they put in their bodies and whatnot. And then they turn right around and they allow this thing to be put into their bodies just because somebody told them it's okay. When it's already now been proven, it's not only not okay, it's horrific. And when I was listening to Pastor uh, uh, from Hawaii, uh, you, you just, you'd break down and cry. Because these people were emailing him and telling him what happened. Are you hearing any of this on the news? You can't say anything against the World Health Organization or the CDC where you're censored immediately. Why is that? What is there about truth that they cannot understand? Well, it's because they're all a bunch of satanic liars bent on killing you. That's why. And uh, this is a no-holds-barred battle. And like Jesus himself said, who can make war with the the, uh, beast? Well, the answer is the only one can make war with the beast is Jesus himself. Humanity has allowed all of this to go on, has allowed all of this high technology to go on, of which some of it, uh, I can remember when I was working for an original equipment manufacturer, he manufactured high-clearance tractors and carnival rides. And uh, what was very, very interesting was, and I probably told you this story before, the uh, plant manager had a brother who was a scientist who worked at Los Alamos. And his brother told him, he said, if the American people ever knew how advanced this stuff really was, they would shut it down instantly. Isn't that amazing? We're into things the American public has absolutely no knowledge of, and it's going to be used against them just as Project Blue Beam says it will with the arrival. And uh, it's just too bad, Larry, because I, mean, I don't know what you'd do about it. You know, you talk about a UFO to a neighbor, and all they do is roll their eyes. You know, like, boy, is this guy a nutcase. The real truth, they can't stand it. What do you think? Well, that's uh, what's shocking to me, Stuart, is the fact that uh, everybody thinks this, uh, well, it's shocking to me. One of the first clues I've got is that the jab is an experiment. It's not even a vaccine. It's an experiment. And, And people don't get it because they labeled it a vaccine. Oh, it's a vaccine. It will stop me from uh, being a victim of COVID. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, you're Charlie Victor. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) But anyway, uh, it's so shocking, you know. If you really look at the data from the real doctors, it's an experimentation on humanity. (laughs) And oddly enough, Stuart, this would be Here's some more clues. If that's not enough, the people that's, that's getting this so-called, as you call it, jab, uh, 
they're lighting up light bulbs after that. They're 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 literally holding up magnets. They're magnetized after that. They're even I'm hearing now that when they go around uh, scanners and stuff like that, they're setting off the scanners. In other words, Stuart, after the jab, they become a transmitter of some type of frequency. Yes. That's a big clue. It should be. I don't know. It's a blind leading the blind, I guess, as Jesus worded it, and they all fall into the ditch together. It's like the young man who was going to go to his dad's funeral, and uh, the remark of Jesus was, let the the dead bury their own dead. You come follow me. Now, today, if somebody, a religious figure, said that, why, that'd be the most rude, nasty, evil comment anyone could make. But what Jesus made it for a reason. The human race is dead to God. They died at the fall. Remember when God the Father, or the Lord, whoever you want to call it, said, In the day you eat thereof, of this knowledge of the tree of good and evil, you shall surely die. And they were cut off when they ate of it. And humanity has been dead ever since to the Creator. This is why Jesus had to come down here in the first place, was to reconnect you. To the Creator. That's what being born again means. It means you being uh, reconnected to the Creator. That's what this is all about. And if you don't do what Jesus says, you never get uh, connected to the Creator. doesn't matter what you believe. doesn't matter what faith you put into it. Jesus told you that if you really believed, you'd do what he said. If you really had faith in in him, then you would automatically do what he asked you to do. It's no different than being in the military. Larry's been in the military. I've been in the military. If you have a leader and you trust that leader in the military and you're on the front lines or whatever, and he tells you to go do something, you're going to do it. Or you don't really believe in him, or you don't trust him. Do you get the get the point of what Jesus was saying? Why do you call me Lord, Lord, but don't do anything I tell you? These are all clues of how serious this thing is, and we are now drawing nigh to the end of it. I just have this awful feeling that this thing is going to, I don't know, I, I did a whole blog on it. Uh, uh, I think yesterday I posted it, and uh, all the different little signs that we've had uh, for quite a while now, and uh, here we are, and we are coming up on something I think is spectacular in in, in uh, what's going to happen. Now it may have nothing to do with the taking of the church at all. It may have a whole lot more to do with Israel, and what's going on in Israel is very very unique. Because uh, they've had an election, and theoretically, anyway, they're going to get rid of Bibi Netanyahu. But I have heard that Bibi doesn't seem to be inclined to leave. What's the latest there, Larry? Well, the latest uh, that I have uh, just got in 
from Jerusalem Post, and they posted that this evening. It says, uh, the new Israeli government to be sworn into office uh, June the 9th, Wednesday, with Naftali Bennett as the new prime minister. And Omert <clears throat> gave a comment to the Post on that headline, and he said the Bennett-Laped coalition is the end of the Netanyahu era. Now, I saw Joel Rosenberg on a little bit earlier. He was on uh, America's Voice News, and mm-hmm. he's in Israel. And he says that don't count Bibi out yet. There's a few days <laughs> left until they swear the new government in. And he said Bibi's very resourceful. However, there is great powers in play to remove Netanyahu in a few days. And so uh, it, it seems like a done deal. But then again, we're talking about Israel, so we don't know if it's a done deal or an undone deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this could get uh, very, very interesting uh, because we had this uh, halo eclipse uh, seven days before the real eclipse. And uh, I don't know if that's a seven-day warning that something is coming down the pike. Uh, remember what the Lord had to say about all this. It's sudden. There's a change made that nobody expected, nobody thought was coming. It comes out of the blue, comes probably from a direction we wouldn't even suspect. And uh, with all of this going on, it's just uh, it's amazing. And now we've got all these rumbles about Trump and that he might come back to power. Because of all the election fraud at the beginning, to it's going across the nation, I guess, and uh, they're reexamining, and even the uh, represented the you know their governments for the different states are insisting that they now have these uh, recounts, and they are finding literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of fake votes. And the left is going crazy over this. And uh, if this continues, then it becomes a constitutional crisis because we, here we have Biden in power, communist comrade Biden, who's doing everything he can to destroy the United States, along with Harris and the rest of these traitors. And uh, uh, what's going to happen, Larry, do you think, if it's proven that Trump, won that election by a wide margin and has every right to come back into power. What is the left going to do if that occurs? And that could occur as early as August, maybe even sooner. I mean, they're coming to the end of these, a lot of these investigations and they are just finding, I guess you could say millions of fake fraudulent votes what do you? Yeah, what's your take on what's going to happen? Well, I've been following that pretty closely on uh, Steve Bannon's program. He's had a lot of experts, uh, and and it just it's mind blowing, and how China is involved in all this. Of course, of course, all we hear from the media and the Biden administration is Russia, Russia, Russia. Not a peep about China, who's actually involved. 
And so what I, you know, we're, we're approaching a real critical time frame because China, if, if, you know, some of us have had our nose to the grindstone and we've been digging into a lot of intelligence. China is surrounding America to actually invade America, probably under a U.N. mandate, invited yep. by uh, Comrade Biden, if you want to call him that. And uh, this, this is forming up quickly. However, uh, they're even finding, Stuart, that a lot of the ballots are not even made in – they're not even American ballots. They're not even real. They're counterfeit. They apparently were made by machines, possibly, and rumored to be made in China. And all of the pencil marks are literally marks made by a computer, not a pencil. Didn't have anything to do with a pencil. So the whole election, basically, Stuart, was illegitimate. Now, now, what's the, this is the interesting part. If if they start to think they're going to lose this, and I've listened to some of the experts, and they they have begun to really say that they don't know how even the Supreme Court could actually, uh, I guess you could say, reverse the presidency because the Congress themselves invoked the power they had to put Biden in office. Not just the votes, the Congress did a big amen mm-hmm. for all those counterfeit votes and put Biden in office. So you, this is such a constitutional crisis, literally, that it would unseat Congress and probably the ju- the Supreme Court. Uh, this is beyond anything. But in my opinion, if you ask my opinion, I think that if it looks like it's going to begin to move into a crisis situation to where Biden could lose power, they're going. you're going to see one of the biggest false flags or the biggest war, or you're going to see an invasion. They're not going to give it up. Yeah, that would be my take. And if they did and Trump comes into power, <laughs> uh, he, he can be very vengeful. And uh, there might be uh, things to pay for. So this is going to get very, very fascinating because I don't know how you undo. It's like Z sending over a whole bunch of ballots. We'll say he sends 350 million ballots to America, electing himself as president of America. I mean, that's basically what happened because Biden is in Z's pocket. He's, he's just a, a runner for China. And the United Nations. This is going to get uh, get interesting. And then we got this Israeli situation, where uh, a friend, uh, evidently who lives over there, I don't know if I can find uh, his uh, email, but it was very very interesting what he had to say that uh, they don't feel over there anyway that this coalition is so fragile they'll be lucky if it lasts overnight before it uh, goes haywire. And the other problem, of course, is with all this confusion going on over there, why would not uh, the enemies like Hamas and Hezbollah and the rest of them all take advantage of this and start the war up over again? In fact, one of their Israeli generals said he believes that's probably exactly what's going to happen. They're going to go back to fighting again. And if you listen to the rhetoric of Hezbollah and Turkey, Erdogan, uh, you know, we have to pry Jerusalem 
out of the hands of uh, the Jews. They, they just can't have it. This uh, Jerusalem must be uh, taken away from them and placed under a uh, coalition, I guess, of people. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, the world's going insane. In fact, I just found it. It's from a Sean Osborne. I don't know if he's in Israel, but I get the feeling is. And this is some of the things he said. Lapad Bennett political coalition has succeeded in the task of forming a new center-left government. However, the band-aids applied to hold this uh, scattered pieces of the coalition and political parties together are tenuous at best. The life expectancy of this government might be measured in days or weeks. Little did anyone realize the new Leped Bennett center-left government wouldn't even last a few hours, much less the entire night. So they, they evidently feel this is so tenuous. And then he says this, Palestinian post-war calls for escalation of the Intifada. Fatah, PFLP, whoever they are, and the other PLO factions are calling for continuing intifada and escalations to war. And he says this again, a lot of Israelis have had their, power, their fill with the politicians on the right, the center, and what remains of the left. Local government officials make the accurate claim that they are only properly form of government left in the country. If you were an enemy of Israel, in what way would you exploit this situation? Uh, what, what do you think, Larry? I think that's pretty accurate. What do you think? Yeah, well, well, the, the oddity is, you know, if I was an enemy of Israel, I'd exploit it every which way. And oddly Absolutely. enough, that may be what happened because I'm hearing reports from Intel in the background that Iran has already resupplied Hamas and and that FP, you know that's a Palestinian front group. Uh, mm -hmm. You know all of these Palestinians they work for Iran and of course Biden. And uh, oddly enough, Stuart, what's interesting about this is this this coalition is like as. And, and I have to agree, the guy that wrote you that, he's very accurate. That's true. Uh, but, it, but what the coalition is made up of is even Arab factions. And it's really, that coalition, in my opinion, Stuart, is literally mm -hmm. everybody that hates Bibi. If you hate yeah. Netanyahu, you're part of that coalition. <laughs> yeah, and right. that's, the same way, that's the same way this is, is engaging and going on in America right now. Everything from 2016 forward has been hate Trump. Yeah, no matter what, no matter what. Yeah, hate Trump. And if you hate Trump, you're in. <laughs> That's just the way it works. You wanted to bring up this. Uh, uh, well, first, let's get into Johansson. Uh, we got an email, I think, from somebody who said they wanted more about this uh possible tidal wave, and of course we've talked about the disquieting in the center of the earth, which is going on right now, folks, and uh, I was reading part of his prophecies where he says, you know, we're going to have all kinds of volcanoes, 
which has already now started. It's everywhere. Mount Etna just went off. Uh, they're going off all over the world. And uh, he talked about earthquakes. And this is all part of that disquieting of the earth. And um, can we get back into that a little more, Larry? Yeah, it's, it's really, really interesting. And, and I've re- been rereading his uh, information very closely. And uh, basically, he warns about two major catastrophes that are going to occur, in, you know, later on. And uh, matter of fact, what was odd is is he lived 71 years, and he was told by the Lord that he would die quietly and at peace. And that's exactly what happened. He died in his sleep. He was at peace, and he quiet, and he wasn't diseased. He wasn't, you know, sick. He just passed away. And but he talked about two major catastrophes, and one of them was this. It's a gigantic, basically supernatural hurricane that hurls itself over two entire continents, and uh, that's one of, part of that is part of uh, what hits England, and uh, you know, and the other one is this warning about, uh, and he gave this warning about the same time he talked about the disquieting in the the middle of the planet or the middle of the earth. And he talks about a some type of volcanic eruption that occurs in the North Sea, and he said he remembered hearing Iceland. Now, from that also, that seems to be striking uh, actually England. As a matter of fact, let me read you just a little bit here, since somebody really wants to know. Uh, he says, uh, "This is what he, he surprised me when the Lord mentioned these places." said, but uh, these Lord mentioned these places distinctly, and I realized I hadn't been mistaken. I've really heard these places mentioned by the Lord. He says, while it affected all the countries around the North Sea, none seemed to be as hard hit as England, especially on its east coast. The voice said, this came as a punishment for England's pride. Says a strong wind came in from over the sea, and snow had not yet fallen. So, it, apparently, he's talking just before winter, uh, mm-hmm. whenever this occurs. He says uh, the earth begins to shake. Says the houses in the city trembled like leaves, and tall wooden buildings near the shore collapsed. A terrible roar was heard out from the sea. A great tidal wave came rolling in with fearful velocity and dashed against the steep mountainside. In the lower places, it continued far inland, inundating large sections of the city and causing great damage. Great warehouses with their stores of goods were hurled over and carried away by the waves. The floods exceeded, or extended thus all along the coast from southern Norway up to Bodo in the north. It says... Uh, says, after I had seen the extensive damages wrought by this disaster in my own country, I was taken in the spirit to large cities along the eastern coast of England. Here it was the most violent, and great stretches toward the interior were flooded. I heard the name Hull mentioned as one of the places badly damaged with its immediate vicinity. Also, Scotland was hard-pressed. says, I saw the city of London submerged said uh, harbors and docks were completely wrecked. A great number of buildings collapsed with wreckage and debris floating around in great quantities of turbulent waters. And, and you know, this is hard for people to hear. Now, he also says uh, 
It was the greatest calamity ever seen in England. Out at sea, there would be many shipwrecks and many sailors perished. Great masses of fish also killed and floated in the waves. And says the tidal wave continued along the English Channel, destroying harbors and creating great havoc in the cities on both sides. And then he goes over to France and begins to talk about there. But Stuart, England was really devastated. Uh, and this is Anton Johansson and some of his prophetic utterances. Yeah, and uh, a lot of what he had to say has already come to pass. It's kind of like Red Elk in his vision of uh, what happens in America. Many of what he had to say has already happened. And uh, I don't know, you can warn people, but you know, even uh, Major Ed Dames of the remote viewing team told people, get out, get out of the coastal regions. Don't be anywhere near the coastal regions. And, but a lot of people don't care. They just, uh, you know, they've accepted that, well, if they're killed by a tsunami, then they're killed by a tsunami. So uh, now the other thing I wanted to bring up, too, was this uh, code from Barry Rothman. Uh, do you have that in front of you at all? Yeah, he's got a new code up. He had uh, done some more research. Uh, uh, let me find it here. He had uh, been studying some of the data coming in, and and, and of course, you, you know, he's been studying a lot of, uh, I think his last name Sala, some of his information. Uh, yes. But he got, a new, he got to looking into something called Star Women. He did a code. It was May the 30th, 2021. I think it's still under construction. But the first matrix that come up, it talks about star women. And he actually looked into uh, a guy that was a witness named William Tompkins that claimed encounters with Nordic women. Now, we're talking about the Nordics. These are the same people. For people that have heard me talk about Charles Hall or Charlie mm -hmm. Hall, he's a, he's a U.S. Air Force weatherman they were stationed out in Nevada, in that region out there, and this was where the Nordics shared a base with the U.S. Air Force underground, and they would come in in their, in their machines that they flew in, uh, interstellar, they would come in, and, and, you know, he would actually have encounters with them. And these women, a lot of these were women, and they called the women, the grown women, teachers, and they were very extreme psychic individuals. They could literally give you a stroke by looking at you, he said. He said they, they, they would, there was great fear about them, and they, taught, they actually had you, young ones and were teaching them how to deal with humanity on these bases. And mm -hmm. uh, oddly enough, though, here's the code. Uh, it's got six words in the code. Number one, Tompkins. Number two, women. Number three, naked. Number four, star. Number five, honest. Number six, promiscuity. And then he made a comment. This is his long comment here. He says it seems to be a link between the Nordics and the Vril in UFO literature. Said Sala reports Vril bases are in Antarctica. Craig Ibrahimi yeah. belie believes he is a Nordic being tied to China, and you're Charlie Victor, by the way, and says witness uh, William Tompkins' claims of encounters with these Nordic 
or alien women uh, appear to be truthful according to the codes. Hmm. Well, I have heard a lot about this uh, sexual activity. Uh, a lot of that took place down in South America as well, and I noticed the word promiscuity, that these women are promis- uh, kind of loose, let's word it that way. Uh, what was interesting to me, though, when I was reading this literature, now it was like 25 years ago and I was doing some research on this, uh, it seemed to me that what they were after was male sperm. And uh, maybe that has a lot to do with them unlocking the genetic codes of uh, humanity. And you remember that uh, Barry did some research on in the Torah codes uh, about this uh, Charlie Victor stuff and um, poison and uh, uh the, the uh, fallen fallen ones were involved in it, you know, the aliens, so-called. So this is very advanced. And when you listen to all the things that have happened to people uh, who have taken the jab, this, is, this has got to be extremely advanced and uh, very, very dangerous in my mind. But, you, you know, like... I personally would never even take the swab. They have done, I think it was Mike Adams that did the uh, swab photographs under, uh, you know, very high-powered microscopes, and they have found all kinds of nanobot-type operations just in the nose swabs. I, I think the American people and the people of the world, it's not just America, this is a deep state global depopulation effort uh, just like the Georgia Guidestones said. And if you go out to the Denver airport, which is basically a Masonic airport, uh, and look at the murals, it's all about death. And remember what God said about the people, people who hate me love death. And what we're operating with here is a global deep state death cult. It's a religion to them. It's a religion. It's a cult. And they have the money. They have the power. And they're the ones that rule the earth, according to the book of Revelation. And so here we are. It's all coming true. <laughs> uh, Revelation 18.23, uh, the pharmaceuticals. They're the ones that are in power. And although Fossey's being uncovered for what he is, a serial killer, they all are serial killers as far as that goes, uh, I don't know if he's – what do you think, Larry? Do you think he's going to be exposed to the point where something is done about it? I would have a hard time managing that they would do anything to him. But, you know, he's lied to Congress, and everybody lies to Congress now, and nobody gets punished for it. So they might not as well give, a, you know, an oath. Why bother? If you're not going to enforce it, why bother with it? What do you think? Well, I was <clears throat> I was listening to the last couple of days of America's Voice and Steve Bannon. He's had people like, uh, 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 you know, Flynn and mm-hmm. some of the generals and uh, Navarro, Peter Navarro, and and a number of really insiders that know, and they have been saying that this recent 
uh, I guess you could say, leak of emails about Fossey and uh, the the group that he's with and, and the ties uh, to China, which they're trying to cover up. They say they seem to think that uh, they're sacrificing Fauci to the wolves because if they give enough of Fauci stuff out there by leaking it, and that's how the CIA and all of them do. That's they're mm-hmm. that using mainstream media to bring that leak stuff forward. They say what they're reve- what they're doing is is they're dumping or throwing Fauci under the bus to try to keep this from going all the way back and dovetailing into uh, leadership in America like Obama and China. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too bad. Uh, here's another one. We're oh, going to kind of bounce around a little bit. Project Veritas obtains new insider tape revealing Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and top executive Heidi Schwartz prioritize punishing truth seekers over acknowledging secret censorship of actually true events. Says Heidi Schwartz, Facebook VP, Deputy General Counsel, Employment Law and Investigations. Project Veritas released a video last week alleging that they had uncovered a new effort to censor vaccine concerns globally. It was based on a leaked document about health integrity program, and we have in place these combats that, or rather that combats uh, the jab hesitancy by taking a hard stance against jab information that they're calling misinformation. It isn't a new effort. This is simply a program we've proudly spoken about publicly in our blogs. So there's really an open admission that they're censoring everybody who comes against jab factual data. And, uh, by the way, they're hiding, I think, a tremendous amount of uh, people who do not report in of the horrendous side effects they're suffering from all of this. Uh, So I don't know. Um, uh, What do you think, Larry? It just seems just odd to me. Well, I've seen some photographs. I can't verify them or vet them, but photographs on the web of people that have got this, and they have the most horrific, absolute horrific uh, things that have happened to their physical body that it don't look. It's hard for me to believe that they can even survive it, and maybe some don't. But they're hiding most of the data, so you're really not going to hear about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to get back to this stuff on the uh, uh, Barry Rothman's code and the UFO and the arrival. Uh, There's so much going on here. And now they're claiming, I don't know whether you heard it, but aren't they claiming with this new so-called UFO report that's coming out that there's really nothing here, just move along? Well, that's similar to what what they say is coming out of the Pentagon, that uh, they're just basically saying it's not, whatever we're seeing is not uh, some type of U.S. technology. In other words, it don't belong to the U.S. Uh, Maybe it's China, maybe it's Russia, uh, (laughs) but we don't know. So that, you know, that's, this is how all the investigations 
including the four years of Trump, have came out. You never get there from here. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's well, no matter what they say to you, they're probably lying. If if people would understand that when you hear stuff coming out of the Pentagon or any any agency of the government, reverse it, and you've probably got the truth of what's going on, if they even know what the truth is. And, uh, and meanwhile, the surveillance state is increasing rapidly. Here's just an interesting one. Uh, Amazon, sue us. Amazon responds to 75,000 customers who say that Alexa spied on them. After receiving more than 75,000 individual complaints that its Alexa-powered Echo devices were spying on them. Well, we knew that from the beginning. It was obvious. Uh, All of this stuff is to spy and surveillance. You cannot have a new world order that does not have 24-7, 365 total surveillance. And eventually they are going to kill everybody that doesn't comply. They're just closing the the noose around people's necks slowly. It's like the EU now has said, well, you know, we're thinking about and we're going to go along with this uh, passport. If you don't have the jab and you can't prove you've had the jab, well, then you're not going to be able to do anything, basically. You're, you're just going to have to stay home. And eventually, of course, that means you will not be able to buy or sell, just like the book of Revelation says. And they're already starting with that. You can hear it in articles and whatnot and uh, the corporations, and then it'll be the banks. Uh, you go into a bank to open up an account. Let's say you got this digital reset money. I can guarantee you that if you don't have the jab and you can't prove it, you can't bank here. You can't have a digital wallet. Well, how am I going to buy or sell? Well, you can't. See how they do it? Uh, Can I go to the grocery store? No, of course not. What can I do? Nothing. You can go to a FEMA camp, be executed. That's what you can do. But otherwise than that, no, you're frozen. Just like the Bible says. I wish people would start to believe the Bible. But as we go further and further in in this thing, people are abandoning the scriptures as some sort of tinfoil hat baloney. Uh, The people in deep state that mock all this, I can guarantee them 100% accurate. I fear no contradiction from God the Father, Jesus Christ, or the Holy Ghost. You are going to find out the reality of the Bible. You are going to find out that you, of all people, you people in deep state, global deep state that are engineering all this, are going to find out you followed the wrong one. You made a huge, huge mistake, and the punishment is eternal, and you never do escape. Anyway, back to this. U.S. government finds no evidence of alien technology. That's a lie. That's an absolute, total lie. But Larry, remember what Noah said? Not going to be any revelation of what's really going on 
by our governments. The aliens themselves are going to be the ones who reveal themselves. And who was that guy over in Israel that was an expert? And he was in government, remember? And he said that the aliens uh, didn't want an expose. I think Trump was going to release some stuff, and they asked him not to do it because the human race wasn't ready, they said. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Um the arrival, folks, Project Bluebeam. There's going to be an arrival. Uh, Von Braun Braun said it's a fake. However, I got a feeling that what we think is a fake is going to be taken over by something more real than people realize. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to figure out. There are those who claim, like in Project Bluebeam, there's going to be a fake uh rapture and uh some of the new age people i think tuella was her name said something like they were going to rapture some government leaders and re- uh, religious leaders of all faiths and uh, they'd be gone for maybe a week or two and when they come back they would have more or less supernatural powers and they would then say that the people of the world had been misreading all of the religious text. And that's essentially what Noah's and Phoenix Rising claims. She openly admits she's Antichrist. And she says that uh, the, the, when the UFOs arrive, they're going to have absolute proof with them. Who's going to stand against that? When we have evolution being taught from kindergarten all the way up through to doctorate levels, when you have evolution being taught in all your science museums and science itself, where they ignore the facts, actual facts, uh, this uh, arrival is basically the apex of the evolutionary conspiracy. Uh, that began a long time ago. If you go into the Book of Enoch, it says they, these uh, so-called fallen angels are shapeshifters, and they took on many, many different forms because, as they claimed, the environments in all of their different planets were different. And so, therefore, they evolved differently. And uh, they're going to do it again. They're going to take on many different forms. In fact, the last I heard, it's something like 50 to 70 different races have now been cataloged by those on the inside that are being visited. We're being visited all the time. And if you go back into ancient times uh, and cave drawings, you even see UFOs being drawn. You see them in paintings. So they've been with us right along and they first came down according to the bible in mount hermon in um, the book of enoch talks about that the arrival of the fallen ones we're in for it uh and all of this stuff is being released right now and i'm very very uh concerned that what this means is the arrival 
fake or not, is uh, nigh at hand. What do you think, Larry? I mean, with Israel doing what it's doing and all this disclosure project stuff coming out, it seems like they know there's going to be an arrival very quickly. Yeah, and what's really interesting about Mount Hermon, uh, if anybody don't know, that's literally in the Golan Heights. That's where Israel is fighting with all the other nations, Lebanon and, and uh, Syria. You know, that, there's a battle. Israel wants that. And, and I read a report not too long ago where that literally has always been a place of supernatural activity and uh, uh, UFO activity, and it's like a portal in that place, along with old ancient uh, stones, set stones, kind of like Stonehenge, if you will. So uh, mm-hmm. that's that's a bigger deal than, you know, I know when people read it in the Bible or hears about it on the news, they don't even connect it with supernatural stuff or UFOs or aliens or anything, but... Uh, there's a lot to that. Oddly enough, though, Stuart, is uh, Miranda Kahn, uh, she's got an hour show, a news show on uh, America's Voice News, and she said something the other day that really perked my ears up because I, didn't, I wasn't even expecting it. She came on there talking about uh, the new UFO disclosure thing that was going on, and she said, all I want people to know, she said it's probably just like twilight zone she says i want everybody to know that to serve man is a cookbook yeah i know so easy to fool human humanity we are so easily uh fooled it's uh i'm not sure why that is other than the fact that we how do i say we just seem to be more uh the lies appear to be much more easily believed than uh, the truth, and it's, I don't know why that is, but it is, and I don't know how you get around it, but I also wanted to bring up this uh, uh, project mosaic before we close out uh, and get move, or move on to other things. Project mosaic was a project, and i did a blog on it, so you can go over to lightgateblogger.com and read the whole thing. But uh, Project Mosaic's been around for a long, long, long time. And a mosaic is a picture. And the mosaic is made up of little tiny pieces. And I'm not sure how you pronounce, uh, I think, tesseria, uh, the little pieces of that make up the mosaic. Now, this has been along, around for a long time, and it, and it dovetails right into Charlie Victor Alpha 9 and the jab, because these people have for a long time wanted to be able to identify every man, woman, child, and baby as they come into the world. Not only identi- give them an identity, a uh, digital identity, but also be able to track where they are, what they're doing. Now, some time ago, we would have said, well, that's just impossible. Well, with today's technology, no, it isn't. You've got um, uh, these satellites now, 5G, 6G satellites going up, and they're going to blanket the whole world with kind of a cobweb, spider cobweb. 
and there will be these uh, 5G, 6G transmitters. So they will blanket the entire world with this technology. And with the jab, we now know that it even forms little transmitter receiver type things. And I also brought in in that report of mosaic. All you got to do is think of the earth as the mosaic. And think of each individual person on the earth as the Tesria chip chips. And then you have these satellites that are monitoring everything and everybody 24-7-365. And if they can get this stuff into you that makes you a receiver transmitter, it makes it much easier. It's very, very simple. Then you become a Tesria chip that they can track constantly. And I think that's what the goal is. That wires you up then to a central AI queen bee operation, and you become part of the the, the beehive. And uh, if you may remember, Madeline Albright, when she was representative at the UN, often wore honeybee brooch, big brooch, on her uh, coats and whatnot. Uh, that's kind of interesting to me because of the knowledge of what they really want everybody to be. You're a worker bee. You are to be wired into this thing. Now, I believe this first phase of the jab is culling. It's part of the Georgia Guidestones population reduction program. They're going after certain people right now. And I was just listening to the lady that worked with Fossey. She just said she thought that if it's not stopped, that at least 50 million Americans will perish within the next probably year, year and a half. Uh, And they're going to get away with it. Because what they're going to do now, if people start dying off now, they'll say, well, it's a mutant that came in. It's a variant. And now we've got to uh, give the jab now to we've got to upgrade this stuff. And we've got to give the jab now to everyone. Because it's the only way we're going. And, and, and all the deaths, by the way, are all going to be not from the jab and the resultant poison that the Bible talks about. And Barry Rothman found in the Torah codes, poison. Uh, they won't blame it on that. They're going to blame it on other things. In fact, I was just reading an article today. What happened to uh, influenza? Well, nobody's dying of the flu. What happened to heart attacks, kidney disease? What happened to all those? Go ahead, Larry. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't have any disease uh, when this Charlie Victor came online. When that came online, uh, everything else stopped. Even cancer stopped. You know, they stopped testing people. I mean, it's it's a, a mind blower. It really is. I mean, a 747 with 500 passengers crashed and burned, and mysteriously all of them had COVID, including the flight crews, which is probably why they uh, perished. And, you know, if people will believe anything – I think it was, I can't remember if it was Goebbels or who it was in the Third Reich who said, you know, you tell a big enough lie often enough, people will believe it. 
That's what's going on right now. And look at the number, millions and millions of people are believing this humongous lie. And they will not believe any of the factual data. I was uh, Judy Merkovitz, I think is her name, who worked for Fossey, said, well, they can call me a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist all they want. Data speaks for itself. Look at the data. Look at it. Look at the facts. The facts prove everything that these people are saying, Kerry and, and uh, Dr. Tenpenny and all of them, even the guy from Pfizer who has warned people there's only one reason they want everybody from babies on up to get the jab, and that's because they want to kill everybody. You can't wrap your mind around that, so they, re- they just dismiss it. But now we're hearing from people who took the, took the jab maybe three months ago. Now they're coming down with different things, and some are dying. Uh, but, of course, when they die, uh, it's from something else. It's not from the poison that's been put in them. It's amazing how all this is being um, put together. And they're very, very smart. Satan is smartest in the world. I mean, he, know, he knows what he's doing. TR-3B anti-gravity spacecrafts. It doesn't exist officially, kind of like Area 51. It uses highly pressured mercury accelerated by nuclear energy to produce a plasma that creates a field of anti-gravity around the ship. doesn't exist officially just doesn't exist, not there. And yet we see them all the time. Uh, here's something I got somebody sent to me. It says, Dear Saints, uh, well, uh, before I get into that, Larry, what else you got you want to bring forward? Well, I was going to just make a comment. Uh, I was reading earlier uh, a book. Uh, it says Black Elk Speaks. That's from one of the Indians that was conquered and mm-hmm. this is in the, uh, I think, the 30s when they actually interviewed him, and then they made it into a book later. But uh, I, I read it from people that, you know, similar to Red Elk and those that, that said that uh, they were warned the white men were coming before they ever saw a white man. The, the, the red nations or the, the Native Americans, when the white men began to come over, they'd already been warned that, that somebody was coming and and the name that uh, Black Elk uh, said, uh, Washuchu, or whatever they called a, a white man, it didn't have anything to do with white. The name literally meant more them than us is what it meant. <clears throat> and they were already warned that more than them that of them were coming than of us, the Indians, and that we would be conquered. And, and I saw that from a lot of shamans. Uh, you know, yes. from the Indian tribes, and one of the—it's interesting that one of the first things the white men did when they came here is they stopped the worship of the Great White Spirit. Yep. You couldn't worship him. You could certainly become a Catholic, but you couldn't worship the Great White Spirit. Yes. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did tremendous damage. And, but I've heard prophecies in which I think it's Hopi and some of the others who say that 
what we did to them, they're going to do to us. Okay. Well, listen to this, Stuart. Uh, listen to this real quick. And I sent you a link to this, and I put it on my, on my blog, actually, the other day. It's a mm-hmm. video from uh, Timothy uh, Dixon, and it's a very unusual one because uh, it's entitled, basically, it's May the 28th, for people that want to go look it up on YouTube, Timothy Dixon, May the 28th, Ancient Native American Prophet in D.C., Washington, D.C., Battle for America. And uh, this is, is, uh, I'll just read you, I'll scan it real quick here for you. It talks Mm -hmm. about, uh, it talks basically the same spirit today that is removing America from its citizens, in other words, the, the people of America, the same spirit and the same demonic forces doing that to the American people today are the same spirits that did it back in the days of the Indians when they took it away from them. They took their, they took their homes, they took their horses, they took their weapons, they took their food, they made them take walks like the, the, uh, you know, the walk, uh, the tears, yeah, and and where half of them died before they ever got there, and and they they what they took the greatest thing they took according to Timothy Dixon, what he was shown in his dream was they took the Indians' faith away from them. They took their faith, and that is what is happening in America today. The communists are taking your faith away from you. It's the same demonic spirits, according to Timothy Dixon. Oh, I would agree with that 100%. In fact, the Trail of Tears is probably going to be repeated. You may remember that there were ads for FEMA about people who had to be really, really uh, rugged and could walk for miles upon miles. Remember that? And they were advertising for those kind of people. And everybody wondered why. Well, there were some people who had dreams and visions that what they're going to do, let's say, um, I'll use Menominee as a, uh, let's say Walmart, Menominee, and some of the schools with their little guard towers now, the way they are around here, are actually collection centers. But the the real FEMA camp is down in uh, about five, I don't know, maybe a couple hundred miles away. Rather than transport these people, they will be on forced marches. And that will be our trail of tears. And that will be going on all over the United States. And I would not doubt that for a second because I remember seeing those ads and I think we, you and I both even talked about it on um, Night Shadows a long time ago about how that was, uh, uh, we were wondering why, why in the world do they want these kind of people who can walk for days and, you know, they're, they're tough. And uh, why would they want that unless they intend to march people? For miles upon miles and their own trail of tears. I mean, what goes yeah, around comes tears. around. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that's just like the Japanese. They're called death marches. That's exactly what they are. They're death marches. It's where you march people <laughs> till as many of them as you can kill die. 
I mean, that's yeah. where it is. And, you know, I've often wondered, Stuart, you, you interviewed Red Elk, and that's the first time I heard this, but he talked about all of those train cars that were having to take bodies, tons of bodies, dead bodies. He didn't know what killed them, but America had bodies everywhere, and they were hauling them by trains out into the Auroras, I guess up in the Dakotas, and just to get rid of the bodies. And, Stuart, it may be. Uh, give it a few more months. We may have people dropping dead in lot, lots of places. And they, how are they going to classify them? I guess they all died of Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Charlie's a mean person. I, <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing about it, but if you didn't laugh, you'd cry. I'll tell you what, folks, you have no idea of the horrific nature of uh, of what God does to a nation that gives him the finger after he blessed this nation. The Lord blessed America more than he blessed any other nation anywhere. And we have turned around now, and we're giving him the finger. And we have Comrade Biden, who hates these, they hate Christians. They can say whatever they want, judge them by their actions. And uh, it's just incredible what's going on. Hey, Stuart. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I, I want to slip this in real quick and get your opinion, but I, I approached uh, 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 the radio show with Augusto and Chuck the other day, and I laid this out, and I never heard a peep, <laughs> and I never got a comment. But I, I was, I guess probably I've read too many end-time uh, books, you know, too many of the <laughs> authors were probably too accurate. And I, mm-hmm. so I popped this question on Augusto's show the other day. I said, is there anybody out there that has kids and you can at this very moment say you have raised them to the point that if suddenly they are taken away from you or they're never allowed to come back home from school, they disappear, you never see them again, or they never see their parents again, can those children, do they have a close enough walk with the Lord to walk alone and hear his voice. And well, that's guess a good what? question. No, no, nobody said anything. I, I suppose that question <laughs> was really too hard. Well, I think it's true. Uh, you remember you had that uh, vision of uh, the UFOs taking the kids. Yeah, and, and, and you know what, Even sure? law enforcement was involved in it. Which? Yeah, and I got to thinking about that dream the other day because uh, it was so vivid and strong. And oddly enough, uh, I recently read a pro- recent prophecy by somebody from Australia that said that that uh, the, the, those, the arrival would literally begin to happen in simultaneously with the new war that was going to start. And he didn't go into any details, but I got to thinking about that. In that dream, if you'll remember, as the arrival was approaching up above the planet, the the police and and I thought about it again. The police and the military were already rounding up all the children. That was in progress before the craft had ever arrived on the planet. Isn't that interesting? Yep, and that would tend to prove that this was all global deep state high technology. And like Carol Rosen was told by Von Braun, it's all a lie. It's all part of the military industrial complex. It's all part of Project Bluebeam and a fake arrival. Well, they could then take the kids and do whatever they want with them. 
You remember the movie Knowing, where the kids oh, yeah. were all given black stones, and then they were taken away. And, of course, a black stone is the very opposite of the white stone that I read to you on in Revelation. I will give you a white stone. A white stone, back in those days, folks, was a stone of acquittal. It's like the judge throwing out the case against you. You're acquitted. And instead, <laughs> these kids were given a black stone. Very satanic. But uh, who knows? Only the Lord knows for sure. I can tell you only one thing. We are awful close to something very, very, very bad coming upon the people of the world and especially the people of America. Any last word, Larry? Oh, I'll tell you what. We need to keep watch. We need to keep watch. There's something on the horizon. Yeah, you can just feel it. I mean, uh, and I've heard from other people, too. They just think uh, it's now. There, there's not going to be uh, any more delay. As we've said before, uh, with Trump, we had maybe a four-year delay. Was there any repentance? No. No repentance at all. In fact, I would say the apostasy got even worse. And so now with Biden in control, that means China, that means the United Nations is in control. Pretty soon we will have the blue helmets walking the streets of America, and a good share of the American people are going to love to see these blue helmets walking the streets. And according to Ken Peters, who had that vision, uh, which happened after the taking of the church. Uh, the Blue Helmet people were very polite, very nice, but then they rounded everybody up, and uh, you, you either took the mark or you were beheaded. Anyway, here, here we are, folks. No, it can't happen here. Well, it already has happened, so take care. Heads up, and if anything breaks, Larry and I will definitely uh, bring it on air. Anyway, good night, everyone. Take care.